Hey there, it's Meg, one of the hosts of the Wild Women in Christ podcast. Join Lizzie, Jordan, and I each episode as we do everyday life and keep Christ as our center. Hello, welcome back to the Wild Women in Christ podcast. I said it right this time. Good job, Lizzie. Hand over, do over. (laughs) Yeah, I totally biffed it. Sometimes. Words are hard. I don't think I said an intellectual word the first time. (laughs) Um... So today I'm going to do like a little story time and it's a short story, but then we get to talk about it afterwards and what it means to us and whatnot. But before we do that, I'm going to do our questions for humans. This one's kind of a challenging one and it did make me a little bit sad while yeah. I thought about it. Megan didn't let us choose our own this time. I'm so going to like just, just grabbing them. Yeah. Sorry. Fine. It's a little bit sad. You don't have free will here. Because... Okay. So... If you were immortal, which who would want to be that, what age would you choose to stop aging at? And I thought about this and I said 12. Really? 12. Mm-hmm. 12. Hmm. 12 is when I, the age when I like 13 is the age I like stopped playing with my toys, but like 12, I still played with my toys and had like a really good imagination and just like pure and innocent childhood joy mm-hmm. and did not understand hmm. how the world sucks so bad. Or how life is really hard yet. So, yeah. Mm, okay. 12. Also, I'm only 26. So, like, I don't really have a lot of life existence to go off day 60. I don't even know what that's like. Hmm. I don't know. What do you think? I'm going to be 35. Because you have it. When you hit your 30s, Lizzie, you'll figure out that you... They're fun, actually. But you, like, figure life out just a little bit more. Oh yeah, you're going to start developing so a little bit more, or still? Like, or? It's like your your twenties are like a hot mess of, oh, I'm an adult. Adulting sucks. I like, can't. I have to pay bills. I have to work a big kid job. I have to do this and I have to do that. And you figure out finances probably a little bit better in your thirties because you screw up a lot in your twenties. I like my thirties. Really, thirty five. Hmm. What do they say? I think I'm still a little dumb at thirty two, so I'm going to stick to thirty five. It's pretty, pretty good age. Oh, I've been pretty rotten ever since I turned 14. So yeah, pretty much any time before <laughs> so you get it 14, before. <laughs> I, I would stick with that. Uh, I don't know. Really? I don't mind this. No, I don't like this age. Never mind. Maybe. How old are you? 45? <laughs> yes, I'm older than you. I don't know. Maybe. Twenty-one. I don't know. Oh, you still are young enough that people don't expect a whole lot from you, but old enough to do stuff. You know what? I will. I so second, I will second twenty-one, <laughs> mostly just because that was a good year for me. Mm. <laughs> oh, that's funny. I don't know if I had to pick one. I guess that would be it. Hmm. That's Fair a hard enough. question. I guess. I know. I don't think I'd want to get stuck at any age. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, who would want to be immortal? Maybe that when would I was the like, worst. in my 90s, I'd be like, yeah, I want to go back to my 20s. But well, we'll, hold this, we'll hold this question for another time. Yeah. We'll ask Come again back to in, this in 10 years. years. <laughs> yeah. Years, 10 years, whatever. Oh. Okay. So our story time today comes from 2 Kings chapter 4. And it is the story of how Elisha, not Elijah, Elisha helps the poor widow woman. Okay. So it starts like this. One day, the widow 
of a member of the group of prophets came to Elisha and cried out, My husband who served you is dead, and you you know how he feared the Lord. But now a creditor has come threatening to take away my two sons as slaves. What can I do to help you? Elisha asked. Tell me what do you have in the house? Nothing at all except a flask of olive oil, she replied. Elijah said, borrow as many empty jars as you can from your friends and neighbors. Then go to your house with your, go into your house with your sons and shut the door behind you. Pour olive oil from your flask into the jars, set, setting each one aside when it is filled. So she did as she was told. Her sons kept bringing jars to her and she filled them one after the other. Soon every container was full to the brim. Bring me another jar, she said to one of her other sons. There aren't any more, he told her. And then the olive oil stopped flowing. When she told the man of God what had happened, she, he said to her, now sell the olive oil and pay your debts and you and your sons can live on what is left over. I'm just going to say she read verses one through seven yeah. in first, second Kings four. <laughs> yeah. Yes. If you don't know where she was at. Yes. Sorry. For all of you following along. Yeah. Second Kings <laughs> chapter four, one through seven. I like that story. I do too. And it's similar to the one about the flower where the lady, I think that was Elijah. I think it might even been earlier in this book, but um, the lady with flower, how her flower jar like never ran empty. Oh yes. I know what you're talking about now. That's that story. Me and Kyle have a little joke called like, we go, God will provide when you have like just enough of something <laughs> left left for like a recipe or something so like you have just enough of like one exact teaspoon of vanilla left for the recipe and it's like god will provide do you two actually sing it oh yeah yeah (laughs) i love it we're gonna need video (laughs) next week we could have kyle on yeah (laughs) yeah right good luck at numbers one day one day he'll tell us but yeah it's in the widow with the flowers, first Kings 17, 12. Oh, okay. So it's first Kings. Okay. Just because I happened to turn to like a list of Elijah and Elisha's miracles. Okay. That's why. Yeah. Kings, Kings, first and second Kings have all sorts of, um, really cool miracles that I never even like knew about oh, in yeah. them. And then there was like other ones throughout here that Elisha's like, or I can't remember if it, which one it was, but they like, bringing people back from the dead and they were like, whatever he like spreads his arms across. Elisha does that. Mm -hmm. So Elijah and Elisha in the old Testament are, are prophets of God. Right. With crazy faith and extreme amounts of spiritual power. Yes. And authority. It's crazy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So what's the story mean to you, Lizzie? The story just, I mean, it's just like one of those, those miracles where it's like you, you pray for something like this to happen to you, I guess, where it's just like something as simple as olive oil. I don't need to see the sky crack open and, you know, the devil himself call, fall out of it or something. But like, I don't know. It's just one of those things that's just like you can have faith beyond comprehension. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, definitely. And Elisha had that, I guess. He like he had like spiritual gift given to him, but he had like just faith beyond comprehension, I guess, is what I get from that. So quick question. <clears throat> Go ahead before I tell you my thought process. 
isn't it in the Old Testament? Because in the New Testament, when Jesus dies for our sin, we have the gift of the Holy Spirit who's always with us. And in the Old Testament, I believe that's why there were prophets. Right. Like, yes. And they went to the prophets, correct? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So that's why. At least that's how I understand it. That's how I understand Not it. Yet. God, I think God either chose, chose his prophets or he chose to give favor on people. And yeah, they still didn't necessarily would. have the spirit in them. Mm-hmm. True. True. But it wasn't like she could fall on her knees and pray to God or bring it like we do today with the Holy Spirit is how I, I think I understand. Well, she kind of can. go to like the tell, temple with the priest. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. All mm-hmm. that stuff. And do like. Uh, it's a little bit more. The, yes. It's yes. like the, yeah. the sacrifices and the burnt offerings and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. yes, like it's a whole process in order to come before the Lord and ask anything for him or for forgiveness. And, you mm-hmm. know, um, but I mean, all she did was talk to Elijah. Well, that's so that's because she knew he was a man of God. The first thing she did was she went to to the quote unquote the Lord mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to ask for help. That's the first thing. Like she took her problem to the Lord, and then she was obedient to what he told her to do. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that I think those are the two things that yeah. like stuck mm-hmm. out to me the most. Mm. Hmm. And it's just a good example of like the little things. Yep. Right. That's what I'm saying. Little it's like, things. it was just olive oil, but that olive oil was because of like at this, I think in this time there were not only was she going through, um, or maybe hopefully I'm not getting stories mixed up, but you know, there's, there's not an, obviously there's an oil shortage. And so she can sell all of this oil and, you know, people can make food. She can make profit. She can make food for herself. Like she, it's not just olive oil. It's like several gifts in one. And not only that, she gets to keep whatever's left over. Like it's right. It's more yeah. than just enough. Yes. Right. Mm, I had something mm-hmm. else tonight. <clears throat> but I also like to, cause I would think that she would know the cost of a jar of olive oil. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like she could have very well, just filled up enough to pay their debts. Yeah. But they kept going. She kept going until the boys told her there are no jars left. Like there's yeah, none. He told her to go borrow as many empty jars as you can. Not right. Just some, but as many as people, right. your friends and neighbors will give you. I think it even attests to like the neighbors too, for them to give, give of their things to her. I know. I almost wish there was more of the story that went on to be like, and this is what she did. Yeah. She did good yeah. with it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> she also just gave some for free away. Cause she's, you know, I don't know. I just wish there was more to the story, but Hey, we're going to know when we get to heaven. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shake her hand. Oh, what was it like? Was it like the olive oil wouldn't stop flowing? Right. That's another thing that makes me sad is when there's like characters like this in the Bible, but they, we don't even get their names, but they're mentioned. True. So that too is, Mm. Mm-hmm. One thing that I looked at from the story is just being aware of not limiting God mm-hmm. with our, you know, he can bless you in any way he sees fit and we shouldn't try and put him in a box mm-hmm. that he can only do these, these things. I don't know. That's what but I tell How am I supposed to control Jordan if I don't put God in true. a box? Yeah. <laughs> See, I can say this, but then <laughs> trying to actually, trying to actually yeah, apply it. Yeah. So apply it is different. Know, but that's just what stuck out to me is it's like, I need to really work on not putting God in a box. I know. And I 
almost have like a reverse problem of that where it's like God's God is like so much bigger and more powerful than I can understand. And then I go into the stupid mode of like, oh, well, it's me that's not working hard enough or whatever, you know what I mean? Well, and that's true. You know, it's like, I'm probably not praying enough or whatever, you know, and it's just like, I feel like God can't, not necessarily can't, but like maybe won't take care of my small, stupid problems that I think are so big and horrible when he can literally just like make <laughs> all the oil flow out of thin air and bring people back to life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Hmm. It's just like, mm-hmm something to be aware of yeah i know like i think sometimes i think god's like too cool too good for me too cool for me or something like like that's what i get that's what i'm trying to say Mm. good thing we're talking about who god is (laughs) yeah so that we can take those thoughts captive (laughs) yeah because it's true those are the little things where satan gets you to think god is someone different than what he is Mm -hmm. yeah if you do these lies of what yeah, we think God is, but he's none of them. You're not enough. Yeah. When in reality. Uh-huh. Well, it's the truth, but yeah. it's like there's way more to the story than not being enough. It's yeah. like I'm not I know mm-hmm. I don't deserve God's love. And but at the same time he still wants to give it to me. So mm-hmm. it's like how dare I not accept his gift? You know. So that's like every day for me. Well, anyways. Across <laughs> you every day I have to Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, something you have to lay down every day. Yeah, that's that's something that like gets that. in my way a lot is me thinking I'm not good enough for God. Yes. You get in your own way? Mm-hmm. Oh. It's like, here, God, I trust you, but I'm also going to go chop my <laughs> yes. own legs off. <laughs> but I totally believe you can just yeah. put it back on there. We're our own worst enemy, man. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, that's the lady in the jar. (laughs) The poor widow. (laughs) Sorry. Oh, man. But yeah, I I just highly recommend a King's first and second Kings. Like a lot of, I would specifically say second Kings more so than first Kings because first Kings is a little bit more chronological. (laughs) There's some good stuff in there with David and whatnot, but but second Kings kind of goes more into cool story times. So it's it's a fun book to read. There's all sorts of really cool Elijah Elijah stuff in here. I concur. I like yeah. that. Short yeah. bit sweet. But yeah. Still full of stuff. Yeah. Sorry. I like that how even a little tiny blurb, what is this? How many verses? Seven. Seven, Seven verses. <laughs> There's so much there. So I think you don't discount any any little blurb in the Bible. Yeah. Of course. You don't want to do that, but you can get anything out of anything. Yeah. So what are you going to do to not put God in a box? Okay. <laughs> you thought I was going to let it just go to close. I did. I've been back. Very sucks. Just cut it off right before. Do you put God in a box, Megan? Oh, all yeah. the time. Megan, do you put God in a box? All the time. You put, what kind of box do you put God in, <laughs> Megan? We already know that I like to have control of all the things. <laughs> I continually lay that cross down. So how do we? Sometimes you don't. Sometimes how do we do. take God out of the box we put him in. Not that he would fit, anyways. Um, I don't know. Just rereading these stories and refreshing yeah. your mind on things—the little things that he's done for these people. So why won't he do them for you? Right. You just have the to taking the faith and the taking yourself captive, taking your thoughts captive, captive is 
Oh, that the one. Enemy that one your head. That's because I'm like, I'm like way too good at disassociating because I've like used it as a coping mechanism subconsciously my whole life. And so like, there's just so many times I'll like, I, I want to use the word blackout because it's not like I'm getting messed up and getting blacked out, but it's like, it's almost like I'll black out from self-control sometimes. Step back from. Yeah. yeah. And it's just like, what am I doing? What am I even doing? And then you go to God and you're like, God, I suck. And he's like, it's all right, bro. And that's fine. See, and then, you have the bro conversations too. Just try to get back up and do better <laughs> next time. And then, you know. So that's the thing. You, <clears throat> this is coming in my things, but hopefully they'll forget by the time I talk about it. I went to Bible study this last Thursday and they were talking about you're either growing or you're regressing in your mm-hmm. faith. So if you're not putting the time in and doing what you need to do, even if you're going to fail the same thing all week long, it's better than just not reading it at all. Mm-hmm. Dang, that's convicting. I know it was very, very convicting. convicting. Let me just think. It was very <laughs> well, and I think that's kind of what I'm saying when it's like when I get in that sad headspace of like, oh, I'm not good enough for God. He's I'm he's never going to fix me, you know, and it's like I I isolate myself from him. Right. And then I'm like, why isn't he talking to me? Then the devil has a party. Yes. Oh, got and that one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, and I think with that, when you're looking at like your Bible time and things like that, like there are some days that I am just on fire and I have the best Bible time. And there's some days that I don't, I just have this little tiny, like little blurb and I'm like, okay. And then I go through the motions and things like that, but it's better than not doing it. But yet I need to be mindful of being more pers- purposeful with that. But I think that's also that okay word. too, even if you're not having that yeah. fire moment. It's the discipline and obedience of being in his word. Mm-hmm. So when better you than ask me that. how do I not put God in a box, I'm going to get in here <laughs> and not, not put him girl. in a box. Not a girl. Well, and you know, Jordan, to add to your thing, even if you read that in the morning and you were like, and that could still pop up later in your day and you'd be like, oh, yeah, God prepared me for that. I didn't even realize it, you know? Mm -hmm. So even if you don't feel like you're just because you're not on fire for it, even though you're doing it, doesn't mean, yeah, it doesn't mean it doesn't count. It doesn't 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 mean that God's not going to use that. Yeah. But that's good. Yeah. It. Yeah. Any other thoughts or hard mm. questions you want to ask the group, Megan? No. Um, no, I'll quiz. I'll put a quiz in the comments. <laughs> Be prepared, listeners. Pop quiz. <laughs> well, no, I'm going to think of you now. It's a, there's three different things that happen. Ask for help, the obedience of what you were then told, and then the faith of yes, having that faith that the thing's going to happen. Mm-hmm. See, it's the so middle one I really struggle with. Takeaways. It's the, the obedience. obedience. Yes. The really? obedience is what I struggle with. Oh, I yeah. think Shock. that's what I struggle with. Both that obedience and the faith. As you say, mine's more the it's faith. Like, hand are you hand sure, hand like, I can't handle that? Like, do I need to? <laughs> I'm spending I mean, I could do I that. Like, can I couldn't. You <laughs> wait and I'll go do this. <laughs> see, yeah, see, yeah, I'm in here like, I can't handle this. How are you? You can't do anything. I I have it. You wait. (laughs) Not yet. I don't want to give it to you yet. Yeah, I'm more like I give up. (laughs) But it's in the way that that I want it to be versus how God wants it to be. So then you have to chop, 
check that ego. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Check my apathy. Gosh, that's, mm-hmm. that's what gets me. It's not the ego. It's the apathy. It's being too complacent with just life happening. Mine's an ego. Yeah, same. I got a real big head. Yeah. Literally and figuratively. <laughs> <laughs> Rock, we love your big old head. <laughs> so much brain in there. You're so smart. See that girl over there? Her head is so Do you see big. <laughs> she's so smart. <laughs> oh, oh, but yeah, that's all I got. Just a little right. cutie one I came across good. earlier yeah. this week because... Yeah, I don't know. I just was really kind of struggling to come up, come up with like some deeper stuff for the mm-hmm. topic that Jordan took over. So I just came across this story and I was like, yeah, good job. <laughs> well, I'll, yeah, we got a lot out of it. I like it. Yeah, it was okay. good. Well, I'll pray so. Dear God, I thank you for this time that we get to talk about your word. And I pray that um, we can each be more like the poor widow and we can have the strength to come to you and ask for help. The um, obedience to obey what you tell us to do and the faith to follow through and just know that you are God. And I pray this in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Man, good job, Lizzie. Oh, I did so good. Almost. Oh, come on, yeah. We'll get energy drinks out of the fridge. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so you can find us at wildwomeninchrist at gmail.com. Nope. If you split those um, up, there's an at wildwomeninchrist and gmail.com. Two different things. What did you just say? I had a you stroke. Find us. <laughs> so this is a funny time where our technology worked the first time, it but does. our words have been my brain is real not hard. I'm blaming the heat. I didn't even. But do anyway, that today, if you have enjoyed our episodes and our other ones, please like and share. We're trying yes, to rock out the algorithms of the social media Yipper. and reach more people. And you can help us do that by liking and sharing. So we would appreciate it. Please, please, please. Yeah. Perfect. Love you. Thanks, guys. Have a good one. Bye.